Are you ready to turbocharge your financial IQ? Hey friends, my name is Murray Miller and I want to welcome you and your family to the Family Business Podcast where every episode is designed to keep you focused and on track to live a life free of financial stress, worry and fear. Would you like to know the exact powerful money strategies that not only our immediate family has implemented, but also our extended family of thousands and thousands of people around the world? Well, then let's get on with it and let's begin building a financial wall around your family. Hey guys, and welcome back. I am uh, really excited today because I'm going to do something that I've really have never done before, which is I'm going to summarize or recap a series that I just completed watching. I sort of binge watched it over a few days and I was very inspired by it because so much of what they talk about in this documentary is things that I believe in. And I know if you're listening to this podcast, you do too. Um, We are all about being the best version of ourselves And this series that I watched was with Chris Hemsworth. If you know the actor, he played Thor in a bunch of Marvel movies. And uh, he's on the the good side of the gene pool, let's put it that way. A lot of eye candy for the ladies and whoever else likes to see uh, people in amazing shape uh, do incredible things. But he did this uh, documentary called Limitless. And uh, spoiler alert, I'm going to go through and summarize six hours of what I watched and the notes that I took during uh, this uh, series. And I think you're going to really enjoy this. And I promise you, if you go back and watch this, I believe it's on uh, Disney Plus, that you'll enjoy it just the same. Because the entertainment factor that is put into this and the drama that's included with it is outstanding. But the lessons and the takeaways are really uh, something that I think we can all get behind. So this is all about being the best version of yourself, living a long, healthy, productive, and happy life. And uh, he goes to some extremes and they do some really wild things in this, trying to find that key to longevity and what are the things that we can do that, uh, that can make an impact on our own health during the time that we have here on this planet. And there were six topics, six episodes. One was stress-proofing yourself. One was shocking yourself, shocking your body into performing better. The third one, you guys are going to love this, that are with me in Isogenics, is fasting, which we are into intermittent fasting. We've been into intermittent fasting since the very beginning, which uh, the beginning for Isogenics was 20 years ago. So that's something that we've been doing for a long time. And it's it's great to see uh, you know the endorsements from outside people. The um, fourth thing is all about strength. Um, strength in your body, strength in your mind, um, and... Speaking of mind, the next thing was memory. And they talked about how to increase your capacity and your brain functions and so on and so forth so that you can make sure that you're firing on all cylinders. And last but not least, he talked about acceptance. So with that being said, let me dive right in and get started. So let's start at the beginning and we'll talk about stress and and how we can stress-proof ourselves Um, to react better. Let's face it, no matter how good things are going in your life right now, and hopefully they are going amazing, 
Um, there's stress. I mean, there's all types of stress and we all handle it differently. Living um, a happy life and having no stress is almost impossible, but how we handle stress is uh, a whole different story. And so with the uh, takeaways that I got from this episode, I will tell you that one of the things that everyone talks about, but very few people do, is practice mindful meditation. And you need to do this at least two to three times a week, if not every day. Um, And it's not that hard to do. You know what it is, is most people try it and they don't think they're getting anything from it. They don't know if they're doing it right. And the bottom line is you can't really do it wrong. Um, there's there's a lot of apps out there that you can use with your phone so that you can you know plug in the Air, AirPods or whatever you use and you can listen and just be guided through these meditations until you can somewhat do it on your own. But um, you know, I Personally, I use an app called Headspace. Um, it's a very popular one. There are other ones out there. Um, but the, the point of this is, if you can quiet your mind and you can put yourself in a place where you have time to think, time to yourself, time to just let go, time to reflect, um, You know, whether you're doing meditation or journaling after your meditation or taking a walk out in nature or all those things that help us relieve stress, Meditation is one of those things that can really take you very far. I personally learned about meditation probably 10 years ago. I didn't really start practicing it until around 2015. Um, And whenever I get consistent with it, and I do go through phases like with everything else, um, but when I'm consistent with it, it really does help. It just, it's just, you, you become more appreciative, you become more aware. Um, and I think you can, things that are going to normally really bother you, you can kind of let go and just relieve um, some of the pressure on yourself, which I'm a big proponent of. So meditation was the, the first takeaway I got from stress-proofing yourself. The second one, they have this technique, and there's a lot of science behind this, called box breathing. B-O-X, box breathing. And if you've, if you've heard of it, you're going you're gonna to love this explanation that I heard. But if you picture in your mind's eye... A box with four sides and each side you're going to give four seconds to it the first second in the first side of the box is you're going to inhale for four seconds and you're going to hold it deep inhale the second side of the box you're going to hold it for four seconds the third side of the box you are going to exhale for four seconds deep exhale and then four seconds on the final side of the box holding it and then do it again and repeat it three or four or five times, depending on how stressed you are in a situation, whether it's an emergency situation or, you know, something crazy is happening in your life and you're starting to feel stressed. What happens is your heart rate will come down with this type of breathing because when, when we get excited, when we get, um, you know, stressed or whatever, you, you're going to see your breathing is going to be highly increased. Your heart rate is going to go up. And this breathing technique, which is used by the military, uh, it's used by a, a lot of um, law enforcement agencies when they or fire departments, things like that, where they're under tremendous stress during um, you know emergency events. This breathing technique is taught to them to calm themselves down. And you should have seen the science behind this, you guys. It, it really does work. So practicing box breathing is important. And last but not least, and I love this, 
is when you're under pressure to give yourself positive self-talk. Talk yourself out of the things that you're thinking and just override that voice with positive things that can, can be your outcome. So, you know, whether you're, you're telling yourself, oh my gosh, we're, we're, we're going to get hurt or we're going to, uh, you know, someone's going to get into trouble or whatever it is. I, I don't want to use examples because I don't want you to put it in a box. But at the same time, I want you to know that you can use positive self-talk to get yourself calm and to relieve stress. So those were my three bullet takeaways from the stress proofing um, episode. The next episode was was really crazy. It was about shocking your body into um, reacting in a way that would really set off your immune system and get you firing on all cylinders. And the first one was ice cold water, submerging yourself in ice cold water. Some people do ice baths. Someone, some people do jumping in the ocean some people do you know there's, there's there's several different ways that you can do this now i have never done this but i have heard a lot about it i'm a big proponent of you know watching some of the people and the successes and the science behind these things but i i personally have never had a chance to take an ice bath um and i absolutely would at this point i did incorporate one thing when i started doing 75 hard the second round and you guys remember when I talked about that about, I don't know, a year and a half, maybe two years ago when I started doing 75 hard and I talked about that on the podcast. One of the thing, additional things that we added to that was taking an ice cold shower for the last 30 seconds to three minutes of any shower that you take. And that is actually one of these takeaways that I took from the shockproof episode is doing that. And it really changes your state. I mean, talk about the energy that you get when you when you put that ice cold water onto your body. And I'm I'm the person that loves a warm shower, even a hot shower. That I look forward to that. And then turning that water down and, and taking that cold last few seconds of the shower really does make a difference. So, you know, what I do is I get my, you know, whatever whatever you're getting done, your hair, your your, you know cleaning yourself and you're done with all that stuff and then you know when you're ready to step out you just turn the water cold and stay there for at least 30 seconds and what a difference it makes i know incorporating the ice bath on top of this would be at least two or three times a week if you could do it would be something that would absolutely help your immune system and it would increase your um, your availability for your immune system to work better. So um, I haven't incorporated that, but I'm just going to you know tell you that it's something that I definitely want to add into my routine. And the last piece of the puzzle that we took away, besides the extreme cold, was the opposite, which was heat. And they talk about a sauna. And uh, you know I have uh, Susan and I have a, a sauna in our house. We have a little spa Zen room that we have our own uh, infrared spa, and we use that spa a lot. Uh, Susan actually uses it more than I do. My son uses it, um, and you can sit in here and get you, you get this thing up to 140 degrees um, and sit in there for 20 minutes. Uh, or even 30 minutes if you if you want to, and you walk out of there and you're completely sweating. You feel great. Infrared spots are known to have health benefits. Now, in this um, episode that we saw, they they were they were doing like 175 degrees. I can't even get my uh, sauna that hot because it's not a typical sauna. It's infrared. But the key is 
that is it's helping you eliminate it's helping you sweat and get all the toxins out of your body so the extreme cold the extreme heat that is going to help your body um, develop a higher immunity to disease and to sickness and to all the things that none of us are interested in having so that was round two round three um, was fasting now there was a, a there was an extreme fast that um, Chris went through in this uh, program where he did not eat any solid food for four days. I've never seen or heard of a fast that was that long. I didn't even know that that could be actually healthy for you, and I would never even do that without a doctor's supervision. But he said that it was one of the hardest things he ever did um, because he's a big guy and you know he loves food. And it was really very challenging. I mean, your body, you know, after the first day, it's, it's you know, it's developing ways to stay in, uh, keep energy and pulling from your muscles and pulling from your fat. And uh, there's a lot of things that take place in your body. So um, I don't know that I would ever personally do a four day. I shouldn't say never because there may be a day that I will do it. But what I am a proponent of is doing a two day fast using the nutrition that we have through isogenics because I've done this many, many times over the last 10 years. I do it regularly. I would like to do it at least once a quarter for two days. And, you know, that's four times a year for two days. And that's, that's to me, that's just an absolute minimum. So I would replace the four-day fast with the two-day fast, and I would do that four times a year. Um, I think that four days is just a little bit too extreme for me, and I don't want to have to worry about being supervised by you know uh, medical professionals or any of that stuff. So I'm not going to go to that extreme. But that is something they have, you know, they have scientific proof that this actually helps our body and helps our mind and helps our metabolism and helps all the things that we need in order to be firing on all cylinders. The other thing they talked about was two other aspects of fasting that I definitely incorporate. One was avoiding uh, eating until midday, at least three times a week. So basically, whenever you have your last meal, go to bed, try to go to bed close to you know um, an hour or two after you eat, give yourself some time to digest, and then don't eat until midday. What I started doing myself personally long before I, I uh, saw this series was I started having a feeding window of uh, eight hours a day, which means I fasted every day for 16 hours or almost every day, at least six days a week. So I'd stop eating, say, at 8 o'clock at night. And I wouldn't start eating again until noon the next day. And I just got in that habit. And it actually was working extremely well for me. And I continue to do that today. And the last piece of fasting that I would incorporate is a one-day uh, one fast, a 24-hour fast where you go to bed one night after your meal. You don't eat solid food the entire next day go to bed at night with an empty stomach, and then wake up the next day and start your routine, whether it's a protein shake or however uh, you start your day off. And I will do that every week or every other week at an absolute minimum twice a month where you do a 24-hour fast. So intermittent fasting, without a doubt, is going to in, um, 
really get you firing on all cylinders as far as energy and having your your muscular health and your your fat loss and all the things all the wonderful benefits that come with giving your body a break from eating and not eating just uh, all the time uh, there used to be a strategy that people say you know graze through your day and eat a little bit eat five meals a day smaller meals and so on and so forth and I tried that for a while and it wasn't that bad but I think just fasting at, at this time in my life is just working better for me um, the next thing he talked about in the um, fourth episode was all about strength. Um, <clears throat> you can imagine if you've seen this guy, you know, he is, he's in incredible shape as it is. But when he started doing the type of training that his, um, these mentors were taking him through, it became much more extreme and there was more functionality to it. He actually did rope climbing. One of the things that he was uh, training to do for weeks and weeks and weeks was uh, to rope climb 100 feet. And it was, it was grueling. You was you're using every single muscle in your body. And the takeaway was you need to do endurance training for at least two hours a week. So I personally, I love to lift weights. It's something that I've always enjoyed and it's it's always, my body's always reacted well to it. And I've always avoided cardio. Um, you know, I, I've done Orange Theory, I've done, you know, F45, I've, I, I do yoga, I do all those, um, all those things. I even do kickboxing. However, the weightlifting has always been something I've really enjoyed. I, I mean, it's, it's something when I get into it, it's just fun. Um, endurance training, a little bit harder. So to incorporate two hours of endurance training, um, I think is just it, getting out there and sweating and, and making it happen. It's going to build your um, immune system again and give you the, uh, the strength that you need to really just get through life and, and live, uh, you know, to a ripe 90 years plus and live healthy in that time. The other thing is um, to hit a wider range of muscles, you want to do things that are not necessarily in a gym. And he talks about doing daily exercise that is away from the gym, you know, doing stuff outside, going for a walk and, I don't know, chopping wood or, you know, working around the house, doing things that are functional that are not necessarily just uh, lifting weights or running on a treadmill and how that can help not just your physical body, but also your mental health. Um, next episode was memory. Um, he found out from a lot of tests that they did on him is that he inherited two genes, one from his mom, one from his dad, and he had a 10, eight to 10 percent, excuse me, eight to 10 times chance of having Alzheimer's in his later years than most people. And that kind of freaked him out a little bit. And, you know, he talked about the fact that if he hadn't known that, he probably wouldn't have taken this next section so seriously. But it basically came down to this, and you guys are going to laugh when I say it because it's just so rudimentary, but it's about eating clean and sleeping well and how important that is and how, you know, those are the things that many times we take for granted. This doesn't mean you can never go out with your, your friends and, you know, have beer and pizza. That just has to be something that you do once in a while. But eating clean and, and making sure you're getting, uh, you know, high nutrition uh, um, foods in your system make a big difference in how your body reacts to stress and how your body reacts to sickness and disease. So eating well, and then of course, sleeping well, getting deep sleep, you know, eight hours a day, what a difference it can make, not just on your health journey, but on your mental health journey as well.
he also talked about challenging your mind and your body with new experiences because a lot of times we think of things that we do very routinely and if you if you put yourself in a situation where you're doing something that is not necessarily something you normally do it makes you think different like if you if you put away your phone on the next time you're going to uh, go to a place you've been before and you don't have the directions to but you you're relying on your phone to get you there and they're saying don't do that don't rely on electronics and and uh, you know being plugged in to do the normal routines that years ago we used to do without you know we didn't have all these uh, these technology tools and we had to let our brain do the thinking I mean if you closed your eyes right now and you pictured your house I bet you could just you could walk around your house in your mind's eye because you've most likely you've been there for quite a long time you know where everything is that's what is very important that you do outside of that experience on things that you haven't experienced before and continue to push yourself to do new things that require you to use your mind use your brain and think about these things and immerse yourself in these extra activities that you haven't done in the past like go hiking to some place you've never hiked before uh, for example and the other thing that um, was part of this episode was immersing yourself in nature and getting away from the distractions and the stresses of modern day life and doing things that you hadn't necessarily made a priority in your life but you have to make them a priority and you know at least one or two times a week or one or two times a month you go somewhere and do something that's outside of being plugged in so that you can help your mind, your brain work in a way that is going to continue to function as you age. Um, the last part of this podcast and uh, the last episode was about acceptance. And this was really actually probably the most emotional episode um, even though the other ones were very entertaining and there were they were um, there was a lot of um, extreme things that were done. This one really came back and hit home. They visited some you know some older people's homes and uh, you know they talked about things that uh, made a difference in their lives. And basically, what it was uh, singing to me was to focus on what really matters in your life. You know, every moment. Every smile, every tear, every kiss, everything that was really important that sometimes we take for granted. You know, when you leave your loved one in the morning or whenever you do, say goodbye to someone for just even, you know, the day, uh, you know, embrace that. Take, you know, five or six or seven or ten seconds and say goodbye properly. It's not going to make you late. These are the things that um, we all take for granted and they can make a big difference. If we want to live long, healthy lives and, and be a part of our kids' lives and our grandkids' lives and our great-grandkids' lives, we have to take care of ourselves and take care of our bodies first. So uh, it was a pleasure watching this series and uh, maybe you can see now why I decided to binge watch it because Every episode just built on the other one, and on, the, on the one previous to it. And I'm probably going to go back and watch it again. But I, I definitely, after I finished, I said, I'm going to make sure now that I have notes and I've gone through this a few times, I'm going to podcast about this and give people the, uh, the Reader's Digest version of what I learned and the experiences that I had. And uh, hopefully this helps you and puts you in a place that you feel like 
you can take yourself to the next level and really level up to uh, you know the living the life of your dreams and being healthy all the way through it and enjoying the relationships that you have. So with that, I will say thank you for listening again. Thank you for passing on this information to other people. And I look forward to our next podcast when I see you on the other side. Take care, everyone. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Family Business Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about how you can join our growing family and begin implementing the success principles to building a financial wall around your family, you can go to thefamilybusiness.info forward slash call and you can schedule a call with us because we have saved a spot at the table for you. If you enjoyed today's podcast, be sure to subscribe and share this podcast with your family and the people that you care about. And we would love it if you would take a second to give us a five-star review to help future family members just like you find us. I leave you with this. In life, you don't get what you deserve. You get what you believe, plan, and expect. Let's do this.